always, I am very glad that you are listening. And has been the case for the majority of podcasts this uh, this year, my sweet, beautiful, perfect, expensive microphone is not working. So we are we're figuring it out. Um, I am frustrated, but uh, it's okay. Things happen for a reason. And uh, the problem is, I don't start looking at the issue until I've already I'm already mapped out a very small amount of time to work on this. Um, and so I don't have enough time to try and fix it. And I Googled it and I think the I genuinely think the microphone is broken. Which is a shame. But if I've learned anything from doing these podcasts and talking to you through them and talking about them and trying to practice what I preach, trying to be authentic in the process of doing them. It's that you've got to know when to let stuff go. That was a recent podcast I did was one about letting go. So I've got to accept this is something that is fixable, that I do have some power to fix, but it may be that the microphone's broken, in which case I've got to let it go. That's not what I want to talk about this episode. This episode, I want to talk about tiny decisions, which actually kind of will loop back to the idea of when you make a decision, a big decision, like something, uh, just to let something go. It's not easy. If you're not used to letting stuff go, it's not easy to all of a sudden be like, all right, cool. Now I'll just let it go. No problem. Easy peasy. That's a muscle that I've never used before. So let me just do this major thing. If that's not easy, but let's talk for a second about tiny decisions because these tiny decisions that we make are what add up and they're what make all the difference in the world in terms of what we can and do achieve or what we don't. The reasons we'll loop back in the way that it loops back into letting go is because if we throughout our day make the decision to prioritize certain feelings and to consistently choose to be in a certain state of mind, even with the inevitable emotions that will be uh, changing within us because of the external circumstances. But if we continuously choose to recognize those emotions and do our best to be our most authentic selves, to do our best to be the most positive version of ourselves, to choose to be uh, positive and to choose to let little things go, like someone cuts you off in traffic, you have the option of being angry about it the rest of the day and telling everyone about how wronged you were. Even if you were, listen, I live in Los Angeles. I deal with a lot of traffic and I deal with a lot of people who are jerks when driving. I get it. I get it. But if you are already in a state of mind where you choose to let little stuff like that go, it's easier when something like your microphone, your really nice microphone, breaks, does something, doesn't work as consistently as you hoped it, it would, and, it no, and you no longer have access to it. And then you have to let that go. Whether or not it's fixable, who knows? Just saying, if it does come down to the point where I have to let go of the idea of having this beautiful microphone, then I hopefully will have the ability to do so more effectively because I've made the small decisions leading up to this that make it possible to let something go because I've been practicing it. Anyone who's an athlete should be pretty familiar with the idea of small decisions, these tiny decisions. I know I keep harping on this let it go thing, but I'm actually talking about tiny decisions this episode. Anyone who has ever done any athletic who, or maybe anyone who 
played a musical instrument, anyone who has practiced some sort of craft, skill, or trade, you very likely know what it feels like to slowly build up to achieving something. If you're playing an instrument, you probably know what it is to work consistently on a certain scale to warm up the instrument, to warm up your your fingers connection to the instrument, to warm up your brain and your fingers connecting so that you can play the instrument. And then and then warm up reading music to playing the instrument or if you're one of those amazing people that can just play, hey, good for you. That's that's awesome. But for the rest of us who have to practice, okay. And even the people who can play without music, you still have to practice to get good. Don't try and tell me you don't. You do. But this is especially true in sports, and you don't need to be a, an Olympian. <laughs> Why is that always the thing? Why is it always like you don't need to be the absolute best at something in order to weigh in? Okay, you don't, you don't even need to be a person who practices consistently. You just are a person who has at any point used their body for some sort of sport or physical activity. You know what it is, hopefully, by in that process, you know what it is to build up to something. When you're trying to train for anything, a marathon, when you're trying to train your body for Olympic, Olympic, <laughs> Olympic, did I just say Olympic, Olympic weightlifting, Olympic. <laughs> oh, wow. That's our, I think my first or second cuss in all the memoir podcasts. And there are over a hundred of these. Um, anyway, uh, if you're, if you're working towards something, Olympic weightlifting, for example, then you need to know what it is to, you don't just start out at the goal weight. You don't just start out at your heaviest weight. You're like, I want to be able to clean jerk, uh, which also just funny because I just said limptic. I need to be able to clean jerk, um, you know, 200 pounds or something. You, you're not going to be able to do that if you haven't been working up to it from the get-go. You're not going to be able to do that even if you're very strong. You're going to hurt yourself. But if you consistently take the time to go to the gym, add a little bit of weight every every time, work on your form, try and analyze your form so you can improve, and then consistently, you will make a big you will make a big decision. I'll get back to the decision portions, but you'll make you'll achieve your goal. That's what I want to say. And the same is true for our creative endeavors, for our career endeavors, for our physical choices. I've been thinking about this tiny decisions, especially this week, because uh, I was traveling a lot, as I mentioned in the last podcast. I've been out of town a ton, and uh, I've been out of of shape, man. And I'm usually, I would say I'm usually in good shape. Um, I, when I'm being lazy, I remain in decent shape. I I would say I was in okay shape, which I'd put below decent at the end of this tour. And by that, I mean, there was no part of me that was like, people would be like, Ooh, she let herself go. But on the inside, I felt like I completely let myself go. And that's not body dysmorphia. It's literally like, I haven't been doing the things, the small decisions that make me the happiest. And so when I got back to LA and now that I'm a little bit back in my groove, I was like, what are what are the big things I know I want to achieve? The big goal is I want to feel like myself again. I want to feel in shape again. And that isn't going to come because I spend six hours one day at the gym. 
that is going to come because I decided to get up early and go to the class that I know that I'll go to. And I'll go to this challenging class that I know will get me back in shape. And then I'll do it the next day. And then I'll do it the next day. And I'll do it the next day. And the reason I'm able to get up early is because I made the tiny decision to go to bed a little bit earlier the night before. I knew that by going to bed, I would be a little more rested. So I'd be a little more likely to get up. And I went to bed the night before, the night before, making sure that I didn't overdo it on the things that I love, like wine and chocolate. <laughs> because if I do, then I don't sleep as well. And then I'm more tired in the morning and I feel like crap and I'm less likely to go to the gym. And once I'm there, even once I'm there, and especially because I do yoga, which I mentioned, oh my God, ad nauseum. For those of you playing at home, the drinking game of anytime she mentions yoga, take a shot, take a shot. Uh, because I do yoga, one of the things that I love about it is it's like, hey, just do what you can. But then there's a part of you that's also like, yeah, but you're here. So you might as well try. And those are the small decisions. You know, I don't go into a class being like, I am going to do a headstand for the first time. I'm going to, I'm going to easily hop up into a headstand or a shoulder stand or whatever, even if I've never done it. I don't go in with that mentality. I go in going, I'm going to do a little bit better than I did the day before if the opportunity arises. I recently wrote about this. I wrote about the myth of the life-changing moment, which I will link in the show notes. I wrote about this idea that we have where, you know, we always think that like our lives change because of one glorious moment. And there are times when the stars align, when a major opportunity presents itself that will sort of, you'll see the time before that opportunity. And then there'll be a time in your life after that opportunity, like that, that happens. But the moments leading up to that opportunity are all on the same path where the opportunity lies. Like we're not just, to use the metaphor of a path, we're not just wandering in the woods aimlessly and then all of a sudden we see an opportunity on this one road and so we go sprinting towards it to try and grasp it. And then all of a sudden we're on a very clear you know, path that's exactly what we wanted. We're already on paths. We're already making decisions, small decisions that make all of the difference. So that's, I guess, what I wanted to talk about. And, and part of the reason I've been thinking about this, too, is because um, I, well, before this, this travel trip, <laughs> um, not long ago, I felt really physically great. And I am so grateful for that. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to be like, mm, everybody be so excited for me because I feel so good. I just meant that like I was, I felt like I was eating healthy. I felt in a creative groove. I felt um, I was exercising regularly. I was doing exercises that I love that challenged me, but also healed me on a lot of levels. So I was, I was satisfied. And, uh, and I, in doing so, realized that none of it came because I went on some sort of fad diet. And, and the results of all these positive, tiny decisions of eating well, of taking care of myself, of sleeping, of exercising regularly, the exercise that I love that's holistic, um, the results of that were like a, a body and a self that felt really good and, and honestly like looked good. And I don't mean, uh, you know, I'm, posing for centerfolds. That's a weird thing to say. Where is my mind in this podcast right now? I don't mean that I'm, you know, obviously like going out there and putting my, putting my body everywhere, but I just, I felt like 
when I put on clothes, I liked the way that they fit on me. I felt like I was really happy with where my body was. And that all came because of small decisions. But I had spent so much of my life, and I feel like we spend so much of our lives trying to figure out the hack. You know, the, the life hack. But hacks are small hacks, too. It's just tiny little ways that might make it slightly more convenient for you to do something. And by making that something slightly more convenient, it frees up just a minuscule amount of time or energy that you can spend doing something hopefully more positive or more productive. I have tried fad diets. I have tried crazy exercise, you know, 30, 45, 60 day whatevers. And though they can have some results, they were never lasting. And it, it was only when I made the decision, which sort of came from a series of small decisions to just go to yoga more regularly. And then because because I wanted to be able to achieve certain things in yoga, I had less interest in overindulging regularly. Notice I put overindulging regularly because I still indulge. I still will overindulge. I just don't do it constantly. I became more curious about what's going in my body because I was getting in touch with my body. And so I was better understanding that, oh, if I eat this thing that I don't really want to eat anyway, then I'm just kind of eating out of boredom or whatever. If I do that, if I make that decision... I am going to feel the effects of it in, in my yoga class. And I've already made the decision to go to yoga. So I guess I'll do a little bit less of that. And then slowly but surely, I started just feeling better and liking who I was more. And that's not to say I disliked who I was. I am just more consistently liking who I was and am when I make the decisions that are small yet positive and have really positive impacts. So if you're waiting for someone to give you permission, or if you're waiting for some major opportunity, if you're sitting around and waiting for anything, oh, please, baby girl, baby boy, hear me out. Find a small decision you can make that gets you slightly towards that goal. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a business that is a hurry up and wait business, <laughs> like more than many career paths. I'm in a business that's like when you're working, you're working your face off. And when you're not, you are bored out of your mind. <laughs> and, uh, and so I totally get it. It can be so frustrating to be like, well, I know I really want this thing, but I don't know how to get it. There's something that you can do. There's a small decision you can do today that will get you slightly closer to achieving whatever that goal is. Because if, if you think that it's something major, it's not. And I, I defy you. I at you. Is that a thing now? It's like, don't at me. Don't at sign me. I encourage you to at me so that we can have a discussion about this if you disagree. If you think that there are certain things that are major decisions. Because I just, I just don't. I just don't. Having said that, let me just throw out there. I totally understand that sometimes there are external circumstances that you have absolutely no control over. That that do the same sort of bookmark of like the moment before the, this circumstance and the moment after this circumstance. I totally get that. And there's no necessarily like small or big decision that you can make that prepares you for what the world throws your way because the world throws a myriad of craziness your way at any given moment. 
But I guess what I'm saying is what you can do is you can always be preparing. You can always be prepping, like doomsday prepping. You can always be preparing for the fact that you do not know what the external circumstances of your world will be. So what can you do in this moment that's maybe a small decision that will make you feel closer to who you want to be, closer to achieving a goal you want to achieve, and closer to feeling more grounded and like yourself so that when the inevitable craziness and the inevitable circumstances get thrown your way, as they will, you can find yourself not spinning out of control into chaos. And you can find yourself more grounded in what emotions you're feeling and more able to make decisions around those emotions and be aware of those emotions so that when these huge things happen, because they do, you can know that there are small decisions you can make within those that will create an overall positive outcome for whatever is happening, or at least an overall positive approach to what whatever is coming your way. Yeah. Small decisions. That's it. That's where they're at. That's where it's at. Yeah. At me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, friends. Hey, I also want to give a shout out. A good number of people downloaded the last episode. So thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for continuing to listen to this. Um, thank you for your continued support. Subscribing helps uh, big time. And uh, also rating the podcast helps. And listen, rate it honestly. I don't mind. I get it. I got a less than perfect rating and I agree. It's okay. <laughs> if you like it, awesome. If you're like, it's okay, then that's okay. I appreciate all feedback. Um, at me, bro, as they say. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I'm Brianna Hansen. I'll have show notes and lots more content, as always, that I'm generating at briannahansen.com. You can also find ways to at me there. I look forward to chatting with you. Bye.